0: Thursday's on a spaghetti Thursday night. Here we are. Hope everybody had a good week so far. I know it was a late edition to have the podcast on tonight, but I think as it goes on, they'll see the notice in Facebook and, and uh, Discord, and the whole gang will be here eventually. And from Canada, here we are with Judy. Hello, Judy.
1: John hi everybody hey it's good to be back it's good to have John back and sounding good so it sounds like a good night for us
0: yep hello Scott Dave Becky can you hear us through the YouTube me and Judy and there is Sydney she's right on the ball hello she Ashley is. right on the ball everybody saw the message podcast very good everybody can hear us Judy we're not talking to outer good. space. We're doing good. We're doing good. Unbelievable. Yupper. Yupper. Got a little snowstorm coming up here on the East Coast tonight. And um, that's how it's going. Hello, David. YouTube user. Hello. There's Becky, and there's Dave, there's Scott Miller, we got uh, Lori in the show, Scott says they're getting snow in Ontario right now. Hmm.
1: We had some this morning, guys, but right now it's gone. So I hope it stays that way here in in southern Ontario.
0: Hello, Gary. Hope you're doing better. There's Renee. Lordy 40. Holy mooyan's back. (laughs) Hello, Q. Not too good with. Those kind of names, but Hugh Hung, welcome to the channel. <laughs> How was that, Judy? Pretty good?
1: You're done good. Q's good.
0: <laughs> YouTube user, it's Brian. Hello, Brian. I know uh, I got to come on when I feel good. Um, we're still going to go for the basis of Tuesday night pre-show and Wednesday podcast. But I never know because of the medication. The longer I take it, I guess the better I'm getting used to it. And we'll just go from there, guys. When you feel good, you do it. When you don't feel good, you don't do it. And I put put all my information out there uh, when we're coming on live. You know what I mean?
1: And I think, John, I know everybody. Don't you all agree that uh, we just want John to come on whenever it's best?
0: Yep. and we'll give you the best content. On Oak Island, for the Oak Island podcasters that are out there.
1: Well, that famous author Corian Mall is watching right now.
0: No, you're kidding me. How
1: about that? How about that? Aren't we? We're darn lucky.
0: <laughs> Hello, DD, Dee Dee, <laughs> the artist. Thank you so much, DD. Dee Dee.
1: Hi, DD. Dee Dee.
0: I don't know if I can uh, get up early, DD, Dee Dee, to see you, but uh, I'll get back to you on your channel. There's Corian. Hey, John, glad to see you back behind the mic. Thank you, Corian, for what you do. Don't forget, guys, Corian and Christopher Morford, they have their book launch this week. So check your mailboxes, check your post office box, check whatever how they're mailing them. I heard Corian's going to deliver them to each and one of us professionally right to our house, Uh, Judy. Isn't that great?
1: Oh, gee, that would be great. My door's open. They were supposed to deliver mine Tuesday, and it didn't come, and I just found out today it's in the post office. wasn't supposed to go there. So I have to go and get it, guys, but I'm looking
0: forward to it. There's Corian. Yeah, they're traveling around, going to the bookstores there on the mass side on the East Coast. So I wish them all the luck in the world on their adventures with their book. And um, that's it. Where's Jan. Well, you tell him, I said, hello, and give him a kiss from Johnny, uh, Jan. Say, this kiss to Corey is from Johnny, and this kiss to Chris is from Johnny. (laughs) How's that, Jan? They'll love you for that.
1: And says, "Yep, Chris is here too. Love from Washington D.C. Hi, Chris. Another Hello. great author. Yep,
0: Washington D.C. Oh my lordy, forty! What a place!
1: <laughs> really?"
0: Jan said, "I'll try. She'll try. Okay, i Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, let me get my thank yous in to the YouTube uh, membership." the Patreon men- membership. Tammy, Luke, Tim, Mark, Patricia, Sandra, Darrell, Sideways, Buddy, Dave, Jumpier. Caroline Super, Becky, Wayne, Alina, Nelson, Paul. Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, per- uh, Rebecca, Barbara, Starlene, hope she's doing good. Jeff, Sandala, Roxy, and Joanne and Hardeby thank them for the continually monthly support that we need every penny that we can get. I want to thank Judy on the phone for supporting our channel and for helping us out during these times. Thank you, Judy.
1: You're welcome, John. I do it with great joy.
0: Got to thank the professor, Daniel Spino and Charlotte for all their factual information. They're the best. Don't forget to go to their blog. Also, Muyan Osprey, crossing our fingers, if there's a season 12, that he'll be flying over the island if he's able to do so. Want to thank all my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starline, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal, also on the YouTube side, Jeff M. and Gloria. I don't know if Gloria got the message. I don't know. And our lifetime contributor, the Starman, Chris Dona. Thank you to my main members from the Quest of Oak Island group. If you want to join, go to the Quest of Oak Island on Facebook. Every profile is looked at. Kathy does a great job on doing that. And a lot of information is there. We're live to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now. Other platforms, not as much. Twitch, Rumble, some on Discord, some on Instagram. Also, Judy, about 50,000 plays now on Spotify for podcasters around the world. Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon. And you know what cracks me up on Amazon.
1: What's that, John?
0: (laughs) Alexa. Oh, right. (laughs) Imagine listening to Alexa with us.
1: That
0: would be interesting, wouldn't it? Woo. Scott, if you go to the Facebook page, the group, it's on there. I always post it for people to see. There's Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Don't forget, also, guys, we got a free hat giveaway that the people have not won a hat. It is hashtag hat, and wherever you live, in the whole world, it'll be mailed to you free of charge for being a listener and a member of the Quest Group. And the memberships—if you're a uh, Marshal or above for 24 months or more—you will get a free hat, and uh that's part of the gig on that. Uh, Judy.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a good deal too. Those are nice hats.
0: Yeah. Let me see here. And I got a new schedule. Do you remember I was talking to you about the schedule we didn't know about next week?
1: Right, right, you were
0: <clears throat> Okay, let's put this up here. Next week, season 11, episode 15. On target, hmm, what can that be? Really? February 20th, this is where I was getting confused. Somebody told me the title. I think Judy, you told me the title for episode 16. Then they got a drilling down, decoding the swamp at 10, but I couldn't get a episode uh, title for episode 16. We'll have to go back and find that. Hi, Terry.
1: Okay, I'll find it, John, and send it to you later. The drilling down's on at 10, and as near as I can see, guys, it's a repeat. I think somebody pointed out that last week was the last night for um, the show that came on after, um, that I can't remember the name of it right now. and So they needed something to fill in for that week.
0: Right, right. And also uh, February 27th. Episode 11, episode 11, season 11, episode 17, dark and stormy. Judy, you still there?
1: I am right
0: here. Okay, and then season 11, episode 18, piling on. Now, that piling looks like uh pilings, pylons. What what do you think, Judy? Trying to stop the water. Uh,
1: Sounds good to me, I'll bet you that's what they're doing. Can't wait.
0: (laughs) All right, let me see. Corian just sent me some pictures and I hope I don't screw this up. I'm gonna try to share my Facebook. Guys, and let me know if I do this right, all right guys? Okay. There's these two characters. You guys know these guys in Washington?
1: Oh, there they are. They finally came up on my... Yeah, I know these two guys. They're very famous authors.
0: Yep. There's Corian and Chris in the background. Doing a lot of tickets or something. They got the beers going. And there they are in Washington, D.C. Thank you so much for the uh, photos, Corian.
1: There you go. Long picture that? Yeah.
0: And Jane says, uh, Corian must be really hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: there he is chewing on his pencil.
1: Looks like they're maybe signing autographs or something.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for that. Christopher's got his mason hat on, he's got his crew jacket on. Uh-huh. And there they are. Can't get any better than that, Judy.
1: Yeah, you sure can't.
0: Unbelievable, guys. Thank nice. you.
1: During, at Arlington Cemetery there.
0: The other one is endless autographs.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I figured that's what it was. That's what happens when you get famous, guys.
0: You hey, mean you pre-sign your autographs? I thought you signed the autographs when they come to the table. I don't know. I don't have no idea. And that's us at the pierre Foufant tomb at Arlington. There you go. That was that other one. Judy. That's Corian's statement. Hi, Daryl. Hello, Gloria Fritz. Like I said, that's the upcoming shows. To give you an idea of what's going on on target. And Judy will get the episode for uh, 16 on the 20th. No, wait a minute, episode 20, it says February 20 on top, it says on target. Then it says February 20 again, drilling down. Hmm, they got me going, so Judy. That,
1: huh? Yeah, I think that at nine o'clock we'll be on target. Yep. And then at 10 o'clock we'll be drilling down, yes. Okay, good.
0: That's what it is, Judy, we don't have to find out. I read it as a separate episode.
1: Right, so did
0: I. Okay, and this is Corey in here. We both take a stack of each other's autographs with us to our two sides of the Atlantic so we can co-sign in coming weeks when we're not together.
1: Oh, great idea. Yeah, very good. Yeah, darn good idea.
0: Very, very good. Alrighty, a lot of things happened this past Tuesday night. I was especially surprised. And we'll talk about the piece of wood that was dated 1631, drilled seven feet lower than the garden shaft, Uh, Judy.
1: Yes, John, that was interesting.
0: I, that was a surprise. And um, we're thinking about, well, if the searchers built that tunnel or the depositors built that tunnel, is it possible they just used old wood? Why not take some of the borehole drilling that they did, that they found this tunnel all along, Judy, And I try to look for them because my brain is shot. The dates of the wood that they were pulling up as they were doing the boring hole system for this underground tunnel that was going underneath the garden shaft. I don't remember anything in the 1600s. I remember the garden shaft was like what, 1735 or 1745. And that was the earliest date I saw as far as wood in the garden shaft, inside the garden shaft. But as far as the boring, of all the holes that they're following that tunnel underneath the garden shaft. You follow me, Judy?
1: Yes, I am.
0: What all the dates of the wood was every time they hit the top or the bottom or the side. I really don't remember. Think about that, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't remember either, but I don't remember a 1600 till now. Right. So we'll see.
0: You know, Daniel's
1: you're... not on. He's not gonna to hear to tell us. Right. Oh there he is. He
0: came. He's here now. Hi Daniel. Hello professor. I don't know, my thing is lagging for some reason here. But uh, you know, if you drill one hole and you're getting sixteen thirty one to sixteen something and then thirty four percent at seventeen thirty and stuff. I would want to drill a couple of holes around. That might have been just one board that was older than the rest. I wouldn't put everything in your pot of potatoes on that one borehole with that one date. You know what I mean, guys?
1: Right. I agree. I think it'd be a good idea to uh, test some more.
0: Hello, Daniel. Thanks for coming in. There's the professor. Without him, we're really lost.
1: (laughs) Got that right.
0: But... uh, yeah, Danny, we got Corian and Christopher. They popped in some pictures from Washington on their book tour. Yeah, David, more data, more numbers. But, David, do you remember any of the wood core dates as they were doing the boring holes? You know what I'm talking about now, as they're pounding us with the baby blob and the gold signature, you know, um, on the dates of the wood down the tunnel they said, oh, where's the top of the tunnel? Here's the bottom of the tunnel. But I don't remember anything in the early 1600s or mid 1600s, except for this one piece they found Tuesday night. You know what I mean, guys? Let me hear you guys. Hello, Maureen. So I'm trying to look back in my brain bank, but I really couldn't think of a... Good spot to search. I put it in my search bar, but I really came up um, empty. Like I said, Judy, it doesn't really ring a bell.
1: No, it doesn't me either. Daniel, do you know of any other wood that they found in the Maniput area that is 1,600 or less?
0: In the the tunnel now, in in the tunnel below?
1: In the tunnel. Sorry, yes.
0: Not in H8, and we're going back there and there's daniel i guess they mailed them all out I, I don't know so we'll be all waiting
1: daniel said he's very excited to read the jerusalem files me too daniel
0: hello Potsy. not the garden shaft daniel the tunnel in the borehole system that they used choice drilling as they were drilling through, you know, around the sh- garden shaft, finding the tunnel underneath the garden shaft, wood samples and dates coming out of that. Do you recollect anything on that? I tried to look for it before I came online and I really couldn't find any dates and sort of average it out. There's Gregory's idea. Hi, John, I still think that his men used that tunnel at one point after the 1600s era, yeah. And they also said this tunnel, Judy, is like six foot high, right? Is This, yeah. this, this is the same tunnel that they said if it's six foot high, they're using something in there to walk on, you know, with old-fashioned wheelbarrows or carts or whatever. Why would you make a tunnel six feet high?
1: I, I have no clue, other than they needed to be able to walk in and out of it. Right. I, I don't know.
0: Right, right. Well, usually tunnels are, what, four feet maybe, and they're crawling around and squatting down.
1: So, right, exactly.
0: So this is what my brain went in, uh, date mode. That's what I thought, David.
1: Yeah. 1700s for the wood guys daniel says
0: thank you daniel so much horses or oxen i think they'd be too i mean how the heck do they walk down in there 100 feet deep i don't know Jane, they got me crazy they got me crazy with that 1631 date David said, a lot of old British and French forts here in Nova Scotia have low ceilings. But I don't remember really tall British and French people. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking now, like basketball players and stuff like that. I thought uh, French uh, people, Italian people in the old, old days were like five foot six or five foot seven. Am I going in the wrong direction with this height uh, <laughs> comparison a long time ago, Judy?
1: Think so, John. I think people were shorter then. Certainly there were some tall people, but um lots of short people.
0: Yeah, not short, but at the time their average height was we'd say now everybody's six foot tall and everybody's six foot five. Not everybody, but you know, now with the nutrition and, and medical and stuff like that. In those old days, I don't remember seeing six foot five pirates on pirate ships. They all look small to me.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, Judy. Well, since we got that going on that, Judy's going to read her synopsis, even though it's posted to the Facebook group. Everybody wants to hear you around the world. So you're getting ready? I'm ready. All right, the 7 o'clock synopsis. Let me get your picture up here. Okay, Judy, you're all set to go. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Judy. You're on.
1: All righty. Well, guys, season 11, episode 14, I really like this title, Rick and Mortar. As the sun rises in the morning on Oak Island, the team is getting an update on um, from the Money Pit area from Paul of the Dumas team on the progress in the garden shaft. They have just finished drilling two boreholes, into the bottom of the shaft, and the first hit what they believe is a wall, and the second hit nothing. They will now assemble the final set in the shaft, bringing it down to 95 feet. The team leaves so that the Dumas team can get back to work. 60 feet to the southwest, the team is now drilling a borehole in the hole h8 where they believe they hit the chapel vault a few years ago when drilling h8 the debris from the hole fell down onto the vault and they believe causing the hole to be plugged they now desire to retrieve a sample of the soil in the plug in order to determine if it warrants putting a large case on down 8-8. Their aim is to recover the vault if it is there. Over in the southeast corner of the swamp, Billy is now doing a large scale dig and going deeper than before. The team is having a hard time, as the deeper the dig, it's getting very stinky. Good thing Marty isn't there. They suddenly hear the scraping of metal on something and find a large cone-shaped boulder under the bucket. The boulder is sitting on top of the peat. So that means it was placed here by man and it's not glacial. Billy then hits more rocks that resemble a staircase going uphill from the boulder. Rick wonders if this could be a platform at the end of the stone road. Gary picks up a four foot long shaped board from two feet down with no fasteners. Thinking it could be a ship's plank, they will test it. Later that afternoon on lot five, the archeologists are continuing their dig on the circular structure. Jamie has now come to the conclusion that the structure is too large to be a family home and believes it's possible that multiple groups could have used the structure in different time periods. They will continue digging now in order to define the edge of the foundation. As Jack sifts through the spoils and finds more pottery and glass that will be tested, Jamie hits what feels and looks like concrete or mortar on the bottom of the foundation. They call Laird and upon his arrival, Jack points out this area resembles the concrete or mortar they found in hole RF1 in the Money Pit area. Jamie bags a sample of the material and Laird takes it right to the lab for testing. The following morning, the team is continuing the drilling of borehole H8 and a long core comes up from 211 feet down that seems to be full of water. Harry's beeper goes off and he cleans off a piece of metal that he says could be part of the vault. They now need to determine where to drill the next hole in hopes of reaching the vault. Meanwhile, in the Dumas trailer, the team has gathered to get the C-14 test results from Craig, who along with Marty, is present via video. This wood sample was found in the bottom of the garden shaft last week. The largest percentage shows the wood to be from 1631, to 1684 making it pre-searcher and possibly original work since this could make the tunnel at the bottom of the shaft 400 years old rick is determined to find that tunnel so dumas gets back to work the next morning as billy digs north of the stone road gary picks up another four foot long tongue and grooved. Plank that will be tested. Just as Gary declares this area is very sloppy, Jack notices a, lo- a rock in Billy's bucket, and Billy says there are lots of rocks here that are aligned with the boulder. As Rick arrives, they all wonder if this rock could be a ramp, and Jack points out that the boulder is conical in shape like the Nolans cross boulders. Rick tells Billy to dig on both sides of the boulder so they can get closer to clean it off and get a better look. Later in the interpretive center, the team meets with Emma and Laird to get the test results of the concrete found on lot five. Emma informs them that the sample is not mortar, but it does match the soil from borehole C 28.5 in the Money Pit area. This sample of soil from 140 feet down and it comes from near the tunnel at the bottom of the garden shaft. Laird says this soil is not natural to the circular structure and Alex wonders if this soil was moved from one place to another. They will do more testing in order to determine if these two soil samples are related. Lair declares, we need to figure out what this structure on lot five is. And Rick says, keep digging. Will they finally reach the treasure tunnel next week? Join us then to find out and remember to watch our page for any updates on podcasts, and stay safe, my Quest family.
0: Thank you so much, our professional synopsis manager, Judy. Oh,
1: thank you, Johnny. Thank you. I love doing it.
0: Now, next we got a audio of uh, Daniel Spino and Charlotte Wheatley's compendium analysis. And uh, if you wanna see more detailed pictures, please join their blog to uh, see them and have a more detailed information on what's going on over there at the Caponium. We support them a thousand percent and that's what we do, right, Judy?
1: Yes we do and I I like to be able to read theirs after I write my synopsis and know I, I know I'm right on then
0: Yep. The more the details the better. Exactly. Here's uh, Gloria. There it is. They took over for the Black House blog doing a fantastic job. Fantastic. Fantastic job. So here's a little video of uh, our AI, I think this is uh, Adrian. We gave, uh, what's his name, a break. Raymond? (laughs) I got got so many names, yeah. We gave Raymond a break. So everybody let me know if the audio is okay. This is from Daniel and Charlotte's uh, blog that I hope people see this and go over to their blog, give them a little bit more input. Give him a little more action. We got to give a lot of things for Daniel to do. So, you know, we don't want him resting. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Right, exactly.
0: So this is about uh, five minutes, maybe six minutes long, Judy. So here we go. Let me know if you can hear it and see it, okay? All right. Then we'll get into discussion of season 11, episode 14, Rick and Mortar. Here we go.
2: Season 11, Episode 14 Rick and Mortar, Artifact and Feature Analysis. In last night's episode, Rick and Mortar, metal detectorists Gary Drayton and Jack Begley, are continuing to work in the southeast corner of the swamp near the Stone Road and Stone Path. It is noted that this is the deepest part of the swamp. While digging with the excavator, a large boulder was found. It appears to be the same size as the boulders that make up Nolan's Cross. There appeared to be a set of stones next to the boulder that makes a row and the team speculates that it is a staircase of some kind it was also noted that the boulder is not well seated and easily moved with the excavator it doesn't appear that this boulder was placed there naturally from the movement of glaciers a thick shaped board is also found in the area that gary speculates may be a ship's planking or decking he notes no fasteners are in the wood and it was found at a depth of two feet. We are then taken to the lot 5 excavation area where the work continues at the stone foundation. Continued work is indicating that the stone line of the foundation appears to be curving, noted by the archaeologists as being very bizarre. They mention that the structure was too big for a house and it occupied multiple groups over different periods in time. This leads to the question, what was going on there? Jack Begley mentions that they have continued to find broken pottery and glass. Archaeologist Jamie Cooper is working in the excavation area when she notices some very hard packed dirt, and as she states, she suspects that it is mortar or concrete. She says that it is mixed with ash and crushed shale. She thinks it may be a crude type of mortar, and it's mentioned that the team has found other samples of mortar cement in what is suspected as being the original money pit location at borehole RF1. Jack speculates that there may be a connection between the two sites. The scene shifts to the Duma trailer, where Roger Fortan is talking with Rick Lagina, Alex Lagina and Scott Barlow, whose birthday was yesterday when this episode appeared. The team is interested to hear the dendrochronology report on the wood sample taken from the tunnel that is running at the bottom of the garden shaft. Craig Tester calls and gives the team the results. He states the greatest probability of the age of the wood was 1631 to 1684. There is also a possibility that the wood is aged from 1529 to 1556, and also a date range beginning at 1735, is possible. While the 1600s appears to be the best probability of the wood's age, two things must be factored in. One, the wood may be that old, but when was it used in the construction? Two, there is a possibility the other dates could apply to the wood, but again, when was it used for the tunnel? What we can say is that old wood was used to make a tunnel that appears to have served some sort of purpose. Hopefully, More evidence that the team uncovers will give us all the answers we seek. The scene shifts back to the swamp where the team continues to work. Gary Drayton, Jack Begley and Rick Lagina discuss the new boulder that was previously uncovered earlier in the episode. It is now more exposed and it is noted that it looks conical, which immediately brings up the comparison to the boulders that comprise Nolan's cross. Is this boulder related to Nolan's cross, and what was its purpose? The team notes that the rocks around one side of the boulder seem to line up with the boulder, and it is speculated that this forms a sort of ramp. As they are looking around the area, Gary notices another piece of what he calls planking, and believes it is part of a ship. This piece seems to have what Gary explained was tongue-and-groove construction that he believes was used in shipbuilding. The episode concludes at the Interpretive Centre, where archaeometallurgist Emma Culligan is meeting with the team that comprises archaeologist Laird Niven, Alex Lagina, Jack Begley and Scott Barlow. They are looking at the suspected mortar material that was unearthed at the Lot 5 excavation area. Emma has used the XRD device to analyse the sample, and she states it's not mortar, but a type of soil. It's mentioned that the soil was not naturally placed there at lot 5, and seems to be artificial. It then is revealed that Emma has checked for matches in her database for other samples that correspond, and she has found a match. She states that the soil sample matches those found in the garden shaft, borehole C 18.5 and borehole C 28. These locations are all in the same general location in the garden shaft area. Why were these samples at the Lot 5 excavation area? This led to speculation that it was tied to William Phipps and his theorised involvement with Oak Island. The compendium is Researching this and other possibilities and we'll share our results with what we believe this data is suggesting with our readers very soon. Until next week. Please visit www.theokislandcompendium.com for the entire article and all our other episode analyses from Season 11. Good Valentine's Day from the Compendium. Daniel and Charlotte.
0: Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Gary says, referred to the new book, The Jerusalem Files of the Menorah and the Connection to President Roosevelt from the Researchers from the show that just came out and them researchers are Corian Mall and Christopher Morford. Now that's some professional stuff.
1: It is, it sure is.
0: And they'll follow up on that stuff. Yeah, Jan said maybe it was barracks on lot five. You know, they had to stay someplace.
1: Yeah, we've wondered about that. I know um Jamie has mentioned it being uh, military before.
0: Unbelievable. Thank you, April, We're coming back strong. You got to keep that positivity going. No matter what the heck happens to you, you go forward, forward, forward. You knock down them walls as it's either health or mentally, or physically, you just keep on going as much as you can. That's what I keep on telling you guys at the end of the show. That's what I try to profess. And look at me. I'm still here.
1: (laughs) And doing great and looking good, too.
0: All righty. Ready to get into some screenshots here. And then we're going to look at an old drone video just to bring you guys up to date of what they're doing and how much they're really digging out in the swamp. How's that for a little extra?
1: Oh, I think that'd be a great idea.
0: All right, let's go through the screenshots of the show. Don't forget, hashtag hat. At the end of the show, we're going to give away a free Quest baseball cap. It's only earned by being a member for 24 months. martial and above the membership or people come on the show. uh, They get a hat and and win one. That's the only way you get one. All right, here we go, guys. Hello, Louis. Thanks for coming in. Well, here they are at the money pit. Finished drilling a couple of holes. We're talking about the, uh, what do you want to call them? Looking for the offset chamber holes, Judy, I guess.
1: Yes, that in the tunnel.
0: And here's where they think they got that core from. you see the uh, bottom part, which they think is the six foot high tunnel which they got that car out of, which was tested as you've just heard from uh, Daniel and Judy and Charlotte, right, Judy? Yes,
1: that's where it came from.
0: And what I'm saying is, here's the picture, how they perceive the tunnels going under the shaft. And all those holes dN 10 12-5, they all have to have wood samples uh, Judy and then I would rather have not only the number of the bore holes but the actual dates of the wood as we're going. you know what I mean? right that
1: would be that would be a good idea yes It would help
0: yeah, yeah because holy muyan. It's not giving us nothing but the um, spot of that tunnel, not the tunnel, that uh, void, the Ladin's Cave. And that, that's about it that we're going for, for the uh, holy muyan right, Judy? It's just the uh, Ladin's Cave that I know of. I don't know of any other target that they're going after.
1: No, other than in the swamp. That's That's it.
0: Here's Daniel's question for the whole crew here on Spaghetti Thursday night here, quest of Oak Island. Why would soil from the Garden Shaft area be on lot five and not the other way around? Why would soil from the Garden Shaft area be on lot five? Pretty far away.
1: if they were moving soil from one place to the other, you would think you would find samples of both places in each spot. I think that's what Daniel means.
0: The only thing I think of as a civil engineer is the only way you would move dirt from one spot to another is if that dirt in the one spot is more usable for like a mortar or that soil is not found anywhere else. For what they're doing at the garden shaft, or vice versa. That's why it's not coming. That's not that's why it's not coming from any other place. One particular area on the garden shaft, that soil and the garden and the soil in lot five, almost like if they're making a mortar mix, well, that's where the materials are, so that's why you work it at that spot.
1: Daniel says yes, sir. Oh,
0: he must agree. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm in, a, if I'm on a 140-acre lot, and I'm building a house on the far end, and the materials that I want are not found till the other end, you either move your project to the other end where the material is, or you haul all your material in because you like the scenery on the other side of the island. That's all I can think of, guys. What do you guys got any ideas?
1: Right. Daniel says they were making something. I agree.
0: Well, they said the garden shaft was a pump station. I was told that a lot of years ago because if they got this tunnel 100 feet below, you know there's water there, Julie.
1: Right, for sure. So if you're
0: working in a water environment, where's the water got to be pumped out of? Got to pump out of a hole someplace. You can't just pump it and put it in dirt. You got to have a way to get down there and a way for the water to be pumped out.
1: Exactly. Hey, John, that's a good point. So the garden shafts could have been, I think this is what you're saying, where they uh, pumped the water out of from the tunnel. Right. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, because there's no other existing shaft that I know of that's close to this tunnel. Underneath, that they could pump things out.
1: I don't know of one for sure.
0: Right? No, I don't know of any of them. And then I was thinking, they drove me to the point, unless you're in in Michigan with the uh, Maddie, that they weren't going to use caissons anymore. They were going to mine like a regular mining tunnel to the hot spots. I don't know if I'm getting confused with this or what, but now I see that they are going to put caissons in, probably bigger ones. I know she said she was making 14-foot-wide caissons, and um, I think they're going back to that, Judy.
1: It sounds like it, John. I am surprised because I'm sure they did talk about not using them anymore.
0: You know, so if they find a hot spot with something, Well, we haven't seen any caissons uh, yet, not this season. And yet we really haven't found anything that goes off the meter at Aladdin's cave that gold signatures are coming through the water, but no really shiny stuff in hand. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah,
1: none so far anyway, John.
0: And Renee says, so it was moved for livestock, oxen, the building. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Louane, that's what I'm hearing.
1: I was just thinking about that. I thank you, Luann. Because I thought Marty said that they wouldn't put the case on down till next year.
0: And Bill says, seems as whatever takes the longest. That's right, season thirteen, season fourteen, season fifteen. <laughs> season sixteen. I feel your pain, guys. I feel your pain. But I'm in it to the end. Either me, the end, or the show, the end. We're in it to the last thing. Right, guys?
1: We are, John, for sure. I don't know what shape we're all going to be in, but we'll be there.
0: (laughs) I might not understand what they're finding or seeing, but uh, whatever. (laughs)
1: To be around to find
0: out what the end is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now they are building the final set to go in this tunnel. Now, what do you guys think are the odds? Here goes my civil engineering background again, uh, Judy. Okay.
1: For, Glad you got
0: that. For 230 years, they're going to get down to the final level of the six foot tunnel. What are the odds? that this tunnel's completely collapsed all the way around?
1: (laughs) I think the odds are pretty good. I'm hoping there is an area that isn't, but I think it could be collapsed.
0: Bill, I'm right with you, Bill. I'm right there. Here's Neil. Neil's always asking about me. How you been, Neil? I hope you've been good. Has there ever been a comment on where the newfound tunnel under the shaft that heads to the big blob, where does it doesn't originate? As far as I know, Neil, they're just originating from the gold and silver signatures in the water. Where the tunnel starts or ends, I have no idea. Anybody can help them out?
1: Maybe Daniel could. I know I can't.
0: Yep, Gregory, they had a lot of they had a lot of rain like we did. Yeah, the swamp was filled and refilled about five times this season, or this season, I'm talking about the season we're in now, season 11. Yep, at least I'd say 85% collapse, Judy. There is no way after all this drilling and caissons and everything they're doing, it's weakening up the whole system. Every drill hole they put in is weakening the system. You know, it's like you're in a bathtub and you've got all kinds of holes all over the place and you put a new fill in that's not settled or tamped down. It's like going to turn into quicksand. You know what I mean, guys?
1: I agree. And Leanne points out it's possible because of the explosion in 1897. They did do some um, um, explosions at that time, didn't they? Yeah. Closer to the beach?
0: Maybe. When Dave says, but flood up because it's a flood tunnel. Yeah, would you know when it rained, they said, now remember this, guys, in the garden shaft, it was seawater. When they filled all the way up to the top, when it rained that 10 inches of rain, remember, guys, it was seawater. Holy seawater!
1: <laughs> Daniel says, let me check on the garden shaft trajectory go for it daniel
0: but you know what i'm saying judy that that garden shaft filled right up yes it
1: did real quick
0: hello scottish thanks for coming in so when they build this down to the final level and that's when you see next week's show that even got marty and rick on sort of a jackhammer shovel to cut that square out. So oh, that square looks like the stone, the 90 foot stone spot. No, they cut that out with a jackhammer with a wide blade on the end to make that look square. So you always find something out the week after, you know, Judy?
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, it looks interesting. It does.
0: So at 95 feet with their pumps running, cause water's gotta be coming up from, from underneath. They're not going down 95 feet and be dry, Judy.
1: No, I agree. I, I think that's impossible.
0: So that's what's gonna look like, and I think that's what we saw. Uh I don't have them on today. I got a couple of pictures, but the promo for next week, the Wrigley on the bottom. Um air drilling the dirt and see what they can come up with. But you think they would metal detect it first. You know, it's all my own personal
1: opinion. Right. Let's hope they do that. Get Gary down there and get her done.
0: Now we're back to H8. On the merry-go-round we go. Ding,
1: ding, 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 ding,
0: ding, 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 ding,
1: ding, 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 to come back to H8. So that's been, a, I think, a nice surprise.
0: Yep, they said it pushed the vault away. How do they know that? I have no idea. The spoil's in the can. Expelled from the caisson. They found a lot of things in H8. And we're back. All these uh, leather fragments we found there, uh, Judy.
1: Yes, the parchment.
0: And they put a 60 inch can in there, Lordy 40. They hit something hard. If I
1: remember, go ahead.
0: They hit something hard and they thought that was the shaft. Why would they say it was the shaft and not a boulder? I have no idea, go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's what I I was thinking, that when they did that 8-H originally, that they thought the people doing the drilling thought they hit something and that they pushed it down further, if I remember right.
0: Yeah, but how do they know what they pushed further? Could have been a boulder? Why would they say it's the chapel vault, you know?
1: Right. I guess because that's the area the vault is in or supposed to be in. Mm.
0: H-8 and RF-1 are in what's to believe the original money pit area. There you go, Judy.
1: Okay, hey, great. Thanks, Daniel.
0: Daniel, right on cue. Yep, they gave up a lot of evidence, H8. Very, very surprised when they put that big can in there and we came up with nothing. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, disappointing.
1: Yes, it was. And I think they were just as disappointed as us. I'm anxious to see if they put a case on down there next year if uh, they send a diver down.
0: What is Daniel saying here? The heading shaft is right where they thought the chapel vault. Okay. Be hitting all kinds of debris. and there's the spot that they're digging right now that red spot southeast corner of the swamp they're in the muck guys they're you're in the muck
1: i kind of laughed on tuesday night because gary was having an awful time with the smell
0: then about this boulder looking, Nolan's Cross Boulder there, and we get a little thing from Dr. Spooner that sort of these boulders were excavated out and put there because they're not in Glacier Till. You guys understand what Glacier Till is, right? Yes. It's just an organics just sitting there like somebody put them there. But you know what I say, guys, Get Steve Gupta out there. Hello, Hook. Yeah, we're back. Get Steve Gupta out there, uh, Judy, on the swamp. Put him in the bucket, the long arm bucket, with his GPS rod. Get a sight right on top of this boulder that looks like nolan's cross boulder and gps it and get back to the maps and see if it ties in with anything what do you guys think is a part of the uh tree of life or what is it you know what i mean
1: right hey john that would be darn interesting i hope they did that
0: they had you know if you can't reach go in the long reach arm bucket strap yourself in let Billy uh, put you on top of the rock and sight it.
1: Now, they were talking about uh, next week cleaning the rock off. So maybe he could get into it then.
0: Hello, Vanessa. And Miller, I thought when they get down to the garden shaft, they can also tunnel sideways. Yes. Yes. Once they get into that tunnel, if it's all collapsed and the signatures of gold and silver are strong. We were told they were gonna to tunnel to it. And now we're told, I mean, if it's close, maybe, we're told uh, caissons, I guess if it's farther away caissons, if it's close to the garden shaft, Judy, you know, maybe 20 feet, they might tunnel to it. I don't know, they got me confused on that, Judy.
1: Right, I think, John, they have to be down at the 95 feet before they can drill sideways. Because that's where they need to be. That's my understanding.
0: No, at ninety five feet they're actually in the tunnel. They're in the tunnel.
1: Right. Right.
0: And there's that boulder. It looks awful like Nolan's cross boulders.
1: It sure does.
0: Unbelievable. And and uh Judy, like I'm saying, the only way to connected is get the GPS coordinates, put it right in the tip of the rock. And we also found out next week they found a, or maybe it's an old anchor stone with a hole in it that's exactly halfway from Nolan's Cross and this boulder. That's in next week's promo. If you want to see it, go to my YouTube channel and it's on there. And on our Facebook Quest group, if you want to see the promo for next week, because I hope I'm on Tuesday regular next week. I don't want to show too much today because then I give away everything I'm doing Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's okay, John, as long as you're on, we're happy.
0: Yep, and there's something about that boulder. There's that big boulder. Don't forget, hashtag hat. Hashtag hat to win a new Quest hat if you haven't won one yet. And That's when the guys and uh, Judy and Daniel and Charlotte are saying there's small rocks around it on one side, the other side nothing, could be another ramp. And then Dr. Spooner is gonna come in next week, try to explain some of it. Uh, Gary finding some planking. Remember about this railing, Judy, 600 to 700
1: AD. Yes, boy, I don't know. I'm anxious for them to get digging higher up in the swamp. See what's there.
0: Awful word on this date out of the blue, you know?
1: Right, yes.
0: Renee, you'll never run out of hats. This is the first year I'm doing it on every podcast that I'm on. Because you guys are the best. You guys deserve it. You members and everybody associated with me in this Facebook group, the Quest of Oak Island, that's my gift to you people.
1: Thank you, John. Okay, Daniel is saying something I hadn't uh, thought about it suggests the boulder was placed there before the swamp originated hmm. interesting Daniel thank you Miss thought
0: no problem Tammy and of course here's Jack on lot five what's he saying now like the hook says kathy no way
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: or Jack what do you think it is Wow That's his his new one. No way and wow.
1: Right. You can't say he's not enthusiastic for sure.
0: I'm just trying to figure out what this lot five is. Yep, Gary, the boulder lines up and leads to the location of the money. But yeah, Brian Farrell, go back and watch his videos. He gave them an X marks the spot and everything, just like Christopher Morford. Well, I don't know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I'd like them to dig at those spots.
0: And here's Jack on the sifter machine. I can use him to grade cheese when I start making the lasagnas again next year. I like Jan here. She's gonna kiss uh, Corrine and Christopher for me.
1: <laughs>
0: Wood in the swamp is a little iffy, which I agree. Wood has been washing into that area for the last two or 300 years. Could be a ship sunk out close to the island. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Even that Portuguese uh, cork stump. Remember that, that washed into the uh, little swamp?
1: Yes, I remember they never, ever went back to it, which is too bad. But you're right, it could have just floated in.
0: Hmm. Yeah, there was no road there. There was no stones and boulders. Uh, Whatever came in, came in and got trapped there. Then we got a couple of these pieces here. The upper needles, uh, finish beans. Venetian Venetian beans that were really cool. Yeah, what do you say in the bracelet? There should be about 40 to 50 of them. I think that's what he said.
1: I think so. And Daniel says, Jack's a good guy. Very enthusiastic and very nice. Yes, he is, I agree.
0: Yep, and then the swamp was made in the 1200s, they said, and also the swamp is also a dumping grounds for everybody dumping their garbage in there also. No coconut fibers. No, we haven't found any coconut fibers lately. I think they all disintegrated after 300 years. Could be. This is what they were saying. They thought it was mortar or crude mortar or cement. This is what Daniel and Judy and Charlotte were saying earlier. And the different concrete pieces they found at the money pit. Thinking it was top of the uh, chapel vault, which they say is covered in concrete, Judy.
1: Yes. Oh, I hope it is.
0: I wish they can get some pottery and stuff like that to actually put something together. You know what I mean? Or they got them programs on... In the computers, that can actually, you have two or three pieces of something, and it can determine what the whole piece looked like, you know?
1: Right. I hope they do that with some they found in the swamp earlier.
0: This is the stuff they found. In the spoils of RF1. And you see just below RF1 is the Fable H8. Then right there, you see that square chapel shaft. And right above it, the hidden shaft. So that place was dug out, wood, nails, everything else, boots, all kinds of stuff is in that area.
1: Right. Daniel says the technology they are using now is very impressive. I I agree, and it gets everything done faster, too.
0: I still want to know the uh, progress of that German uh, metal detector guy.
1: Yes, on the I thre- would, too.
0: Yeah, on the 3D scan of the whole island. He was there for a whole week. I haven't heard a peep. Nothing. Zero. Zippo. Like saying just to show you what Daniel was saying, they figured that's about where the original money pit was. But who knows, Judy? Every time you listen to one week, they change it this side, that side, this area, that position, just to get us more confused.
1: Right. <laughs> There's so much data, sometimes I have to really think it through before I say anything. Mm-hmm. And
0: this is when they're going down into the garden shaft they're working on the garden shaft for the next section i guess each section is eight feet and here they are looking at borehole h8 when the sausage table when the sausage comes out of h8 gary seems like it took 20 years for mooyan holy mooyan <laughs> And look how deep they went, Judy. Two hundred and eleven feet. Oh my right, lordy that's forty.
1: That's a long way down.
0: And that could be a piece of the treasure vault, or it could just be a piece of a case on tooth, or it could be a piece of machinery, or whatever.
1: Right, until they test it. We we won't know.
0: Right. Give it to Emma.
1: Yes. She does a good job.
0: That looks like an old shim to me. You know what a shim is? No. If your bolt is short and doesn't have any threads on, you put the shim on where there's no threads, so your bolt will go down into the threads and stop at that shim to tighten a bolt.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Well, like a washer. You know what a washer is.
1: Right, that
0: I know, yes. This is just a washer, but with a shim that you just push in sideways. Okay.
1: Well, who knows, John, it could be that.
0: Then your impressions on this, everybody got a little impression on this wood that came up. Below the garden shaft, I wish they would take more pieces out and sort of average out instead of just taking one piece from the bottom and hit more beams or more flooring or more ceilings, then have like eight pieces. Okay, send this all. What does it average out to be? You know what I mean? Is it all 1631 to 1684 or not? We don't know where the wood came from. Um, We don't know what they used it for prior to doing a shaft or a tunnel. Too many questions, uh, Judy, too many questions. And they made us right. this way, you know what I mean? Because we've been doing the show for uh, 11 years.
1: And it could be once they're down there next week at the 95 foot level, uh, they will do more drilling and get more wood, I'm hoping so.
0: Yep, Lars. I was told that was a pump station. The garden shaft. That's why it's not continued. That's why it stopped at, uh, what did it say, 83 feet? I mean, as the water's getting out into there.
1: Yes, I think it
0: was. 34%. That's a pretty good percent. 1735.
1: Daniel says literally that he's talking about the wood. It could date from the 1500s through the 1700s. When was it put there and why?
0: You got it. Well, we know it's put there for a tunnel because they know there's a tunnel there. So we know what the object is, right?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: It was put there for a tunnel. And the tunnel was going to, to do, no idea, guys. <laughs> yep, Gary. Could be a disguise entrance, throw you off to the offset chamber. But that's what Yan was supposed to show us. Muyan was supposed to show us where to go, the hot spots to go, the hot spots to drill, find some valuables or not. That's what the Muyan technology was to do, and not all this Swiss cheese looking around. Muyan, right. has, Muyan has failed me. <laughs>
1: yeah, it has been disappointing, hasn't
0: it? And here they are digging out the dirt for the next eight-foot section that they'll be building. In order to breach the tunnel, there's another picture of uh, how that stone actually looks. You can see it better here, Judy. It's nice and cleaned off.
1: Right, oh, very clear there. Yes, it definitely is clinical in shape.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, our friend Brian Farrell has been on the show twice with us, determined that Nolan's Cross, which is the monument, I call it, that we can go by the island. What other what other thing do we have to go by on the island, physical wise? Some drilled holes, of uh, boulder holes, and Nolan's cross. What else do we have to go by, really? That's on the island, Judy.
1: We don't have anything really. The anchor stones, maybe, but they seem to have given up on those.
0: Right, and so you got us the cross. I'll tell you the truth.
1: And Christopher Morford is uh, on next week by the promos. It shows him, and he says that. That Nolan's cross was put there to uh, point the way to the treasure.
0: Now they're going in to see Emma. And this is that concrete substance that Jamie scraped off, trying to find out what's going on. And I love charts, but I couldn't zoom in to get a clear picture of all this stuff. I love it that they can compare things from different areas. I just love that, you know?
1: Yes. It really helps, doesn't
0: it? Well, yeah. I mean, this stuff came from the money pit. This stuff came from uh, the swamp. This stuff, you know, they can tie things together instead of just having three different things and nobody knows what's going on. They got it categorized, which helps out a lot. And then, Steve Guttel has the 3D survey map of the whole island. So they got to put all this information together. And here we are 11 years out. I don't know where we're going, but. Uh... Uh,
1: Dan is asking, wonder if there are any markings cut into the boulder that they just found. I think Dan will maybe find out next week because I hadn't had it cleaned off yet with right. the show Tuesday night.
0: Right, plus, uh, Billy was hammering it around with the bucket, so there's gonna be a lot of marks right. on it. And then, until they maybe put a pump in there, uh, then uh, they gotta pump it down, check her out. You know what I mean? Right. We're due for some ox shoes.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good one, John.
0: <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe an ox. Brought that boulder there and lost the slippery, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> that, that could be.
0: And What country the mortar may have come from. They determined it wasn't mortar. Same stuff came from the money pit at 104. Well, that's the tunnel, right? The tunnel's at between uh, 95 and 105, isn't it? Under the, under, right. under the garden shaft.
1: Yes, I think you're right.
0: Same that. same material. Yep, Renee, and these are the spots that they were comparing. Yep, Gary. Also the garden shaft. Unbelievable, guys! Unbelievable. Like I said, put that hashtag hat. Let me see how many we got here. Let me take a look. We got seventeen entries. Not bad.
1: I think that's pretty good.
0: As long as you Especially haven't
1: for uh, coming on at the last minute.
0: Yep, as long as you haven't had uh, a winner. And you haven't won a hat and have you did, and your name comes up so sometimes these things just happen we'll just redraw if you won a hat before but now before we draw the hat i want to show you a video of how much they really did near the peninsula and looking for that uh, metal anomaly that i forgot the guy's name that scanned that remember they had poor Tony Sampson. Don't forget salty dog tours help them out. Also, I haven't heard a word on any kind of tours happening in 2024. I mean, people got vacation time. Here we are, February, middle of February, people got to put in for vacation time. I haven't heard one peep as far as Oak Island tours in 2024. If I do, I'll mention it right away. I'll put it on breaking news. Uh, but haven't heard a peep, unless you guys heard anything. What do you think, Judy?
1: Yeah, so if anybody does hear, they let John know, okay, and then he can get it out.
0: Yeah, like I put it uh, on their original, I watched their original uh, Oak Island group. Obviously, they would state it on there first, obviously, for ticket prices and everything else. But it doesn't look good, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's certainly been nothing mentioned. I thought maybe with the lab done now that uh, they might uh, open up to tours.
0: Mm, I haven't heard a peep. All right, here's a video from September 2023. Mooyan, Osprey, the best, the best of the best. And just concentrate on how much was really dug out on the swamp before the rains came and everything else just to show you where they're at now that you're watching the program and where they were in September. What'd they have, September, October? And I think they shut down at the end of uh, October, uh, Judy.
1: Right, yes.
0: All right, guys, let me know. If you see the video and you hear the video, let me know, because when I turn it on here, I have no idea. So let me know in chat, and then we'll pull for the hat, free quest hat. Dave says for last year they were going to do it and it was canceled. They started selling tickets on February second, two thousand twenty. Then they refunded. Thank you so much, David, for that information.
1: Yes, for sure. Mm.
0: David's David knows what's going on. Good man, David.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, here we go with this video. Ready, guys? We're ready. Okay. there it is guys what'd you think
1: well it's clear to see john that by september they did a lot more digging in the swamp than what we're seeing on the show right now Mm.
0: but maybe they got to show it yet you know what i mean
1: right exactly
0: hello stacy's in the house i missed those uh drone videos man i'm having drone drone withdrawals but then you know now you just see you know the frozen swamp and this and that so maybe in the springtime we'll see what's going on plus yeah like uh, neil says we're only halfway through the season judy you know
1: right exactly so we got time yet to see quite a bit of digging there yet
0: but uh and you see that targeting digging that was from the guy looking for the metal box in the swamp. And I forgot that you know Tony Sampson was in a raft, I mean, Tony Sampson was pushing the raft as they were doing all the right. computations with the uh sonar, whatever that thing was. And um, that's where we got to get to this year, maybe you know, I don't know. They always save the best to last, you know, leave us hanging, but. That's how that goes. All right, you guys ready to uh, draw for a hat? Just about out of it here.
1: Right.
0: Let me see here. We got 19.
1: Good, well, good. Good luck, everybody.
0: We got 19 entries. Going once. Going twice. 19 entries for a brand new Quest hat. Don't forget, mail your information, mail, email your information. The Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. If you're international, I need your phone number for some reason. Stamps.com does not let you uh, do an international without a phone number. I have no idea. USA, really not. You don't need a phone number. Or if you're in the group, you can PM me your name and address. Nice and legible. A lot of people got like uh, rural numbers and all kinds of apartment numbers and P.O. boxes. I don't know which is which. So just make it clear on your address and your name. Here we go, Judy. All righty. And if you won one and your name comes up, please let me know. I can't remember everybody that had one or won one. And we'll just redraw. No big deal. And there we are. Nineteen entries. Nope. It's just Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. No John in front of it. Feeling better, Stacey. Just did a we're just doing an hour and a half podcast. I think I'm doing good. Uh we're gonna still go for it on a Tuesday night pre show and Wednesday, but I'll notify everybody if I can't do it on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll always let people know before Tuesday and Wednesday. But we're gonna try to keep it the same, just see how it goes. You know what I mean, guys?
1: Right, John, and we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one.
0: Yep. Here we go. Here we go, Judy. All righty. Laurie Batchelder.
1: Well, congratulations, Laurie. Very good.
0: I hope she's in. I think she's here today. I don't think she won one. I'm not sure.
1: I don't think so. There Remember she is, Laurie? There she is. Yep. Yep. Okay. Lori want a picture.
0: Yep. <laughs> Even if it's just a hat, you know what I mean, on something or whatever. I know. Right. Pe- I know people want their uh, privacy, and uh, just let me know. Uh, Tonight, and I can get it out to you tomorrow morning. She's a winner with us. (laughs) She's a winner with us. Everybody likes to win.
1: Yes, we all do, don't we?
0: Yep. Well, that's about all I got, Judy. If you want to button up your uh, goodbyes, we're going to try to go uh, on regular, me on Tuesdays and you on Wednesdays next week, not unless something else comes up. So we're going to give it a shot, and we'll go from there, Judy. So if you want to say your goodbyes, thank you.
1: Okay. Um, First of all, John, it's good to have you back, and it's good to hear you sounding so good. I feel so much better. So, everybody, it's been a good night. I think we've had fun and uh, learned a little bit as well. So uh, enjoy the show next Tuesday night, and I will see you next Wednesday night if all goes well. And in the meantime, everybody, please stay safe, and thank you so much for all of your encouragement. I love you all. Good night. Good night, John.
0: Okay. Take care, uh, Judy. I'll be talking to you.
1: Yeah. Bye-bye.
0: All right, guys. Again? Thank you for all your concerns, um, try to stay strong, try to stay positive, no matter what happens in your life. And you just keep on popping forward. That's all you can do. And I thank everybody for their concerns and we'll just go the slow-mo back. Like I said, I let people know prior to Tuesday, well, I don't really feel good Monday. I won't be on Tuesday, but I might be on Wednesday. It's gonna be like that just for a little while. It's only been a month since of my uh, medical issue. So I thank you so much for your concerns. But remember members, what do I always tell you? Always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. As for tomorrow's a never given in this crazy crazy world we can't even watch a football team celebrate in kansas city without something going on there's something happened bad and we need a lot of prayers so as my friend jan always tells me you keep smiling you stay safe you stay strong you stay positive you stay and have that positive physicality and that mental mental attitude, and you goal go places. Some people can do it. If they need help, reach out, get help, and feel better. I wanna thank you for joining, Judy, me, and the rest of the crew that, uh, not donate, but the rest of the crew that puts in their information on these questions about the quest of Oak Island. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope to see a Tuesday pre-show. Take care. See you later and bye-bye. <laughs>